Hello and welcome to the Cane Violation. Let's start the show off with today's hard-hitting NBA news. The Brooklyn Nets have decided to confuse fans by signing Bryce Brown when they already have a player on the team with the name of Bruce Brown. Bruce and Bryce. So you can just picture uh, Joe Harris saying, Hey, Bryce, carry my bags here. Then Bruce goes, Hey, come on. I may be on a rookie contract, but I'm not a rookie. And Joe goes, No, Bruce, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Bryce. Bryce Brown. The Nets also signed Josh Gray because they like players that have colors as last names. Let us begin. So, like I've been doing before, I've really narrowed down the amount of teams I'm covering each week. I've narrowed it down so much, so much, that I'm only covering one team a week. This week, I chose to get intimate with the Toronto Raptors. And no, that doesn't mean I slept with Masai Ujiri. I'm sure he's great in bed. But I just wanted to clarify that that's not what I meant by intimate. See, I uh, I watched every Raptors preseason game. So, real quick, highest paid player, Pascal Siaka, making $31 million. Longest tenured is also Pascal Siakam, although technically you could say that it could be Fred Van Vliet because he was also in the 2016 draft class, but Van Vliet was not drafted. So uh, they both signed their rookie contracts around the same time, early, mid-July. But... I guess you can say Siakam because he was actually uh, drafted. I mean, these are the last players who were on that 2016-2017 Raptors team, which featured the like of such players as P.J. Tucker, Damari Carroll, and my favorite, Jared Sullinger. Poor Sully. Celtic Nation, hopes all is well with you, Sully. We miss those, uh... What'd you... Uh, yeah, you used to get uh, offensive rebounds a bunch. Well, we got Al Horford doing that now. <laughs> uh, another thing I'm going to do each week, highest paid former D slash uh, G leaguer on each team. This is a way to show that just because you got sent down to the G League doesn't mean you don't eventually get paid in the NBA. Pascal uh, Siakam is our answer here. He got sent down to the D League back when it was called the D League in um, his first season in the league. And look at him now. Look at him now. Well, he's injured. 
And yes, he told Nick Nurse to go to hell last season, but before that happened, he was an NBA champion, an NBA all-star, and hey, he earned himself a max contract. Good for him. That was my thought. Um, so my biggest takeaway from these first three preseason games is, man, Scotty Bonds, Scotty Bonds is legit. He does not look like a rookie. He has uh, great court awareness. He looks like a leader out there, and he, he's I, he's going to be a great player, I'm telling you. If you guys... Are uh, are in a basketball fantasy league coming up? If you're uh, if you got a draft going on, I would snag this guy. I, I I would try and get him because he is going to stiff the stat sheet. Let me tell you. So uh, the starting lineup um, that we've been getting these past few games is Van Vliet. Oh, by the way, I, I actually was in a, a fantasy draft recently, and I was shocked to see Fred Van Vliet ranked 18th. This was on the, the ESPN fantasy draft app where they rank all the best players, and the, he was 18. I mean, I love Fred Van Fleet, but wow, that seemed a little high. I mean, he's never even been an all-star. Yeah, whatever. Um, so the starting lineup we've been seeing is Van Vliet, Goran Dragic, Scotty Bonds, OG Anobi, and Precious Achua. Not too bad. So basically... The Raptors ended up getting two starters from the Lowry trade. Now, Drogic is probably going to get traded midseason. We'll see where, and we'll talk about that a little later. But um, I, I, I really felt like the first game against uh, Philadelphia really wasn't much of a... Uh, a, a real NBA game. I mean, I know it's preseason, but, um, you know, Philly didn't have Embiid, and it was just pretty sloppy for the most part. Another turnover! Well, it's preseason. That was uh, that was the quote that uh, the Raptors announcer said, whoever he is. But some other takeaways. I thought Precious... Looked pretty good. I liked his raise the roof celebration that he had. The Raptors were down by at least 10 when uh, the starters came out towards the end of the first. And then the bench came in and they just turned the energy level up to 11. They really played well. I was impressed. Uh, all these guys, I mean, I, I've never even heard of a lot of them. Freddie Gillespie, Justin Champagne, Champagne. You got rookie Del Delano Banton, who um, got a lot of cheers when he checked in. 
I mean, I didn't even have to look it up. I knew right away he was probably a local guy after getting that kind of applause. And it was confirmed later on. In fact, he chose the number 45 because it was the bus route he took to school. He made one play, and the announcer said, Wow, George Gervin would be proud. Gotta say, it's an interesting uh, broadcast team they have up there in Toronto. But I was pretty impressed by the the second unit. They meshed very well, just picking up the pace, passing the ball up the court after uh, the Sixers basically chucked up a million bricked threes. Barnes actually led the second unit. He was like the leader. And how about you two Wantabi, Wantanabi, Wantanabi? Uh, that guy... He looks like an NBA player. I wasn't sure of that in Memphis, but I see that he has a non-guaranteed contract. I think he's uh, he's shown enough to get a, a roster spot. I'm pretty sure it's six guys that are fighting for three spots. Um, Zvi Mihailuk, looking like a great pickup there. I'm actually surprised he was a free agent for as long as he was. So he was on the Pistons at the beginning of the year. What? What? How did he end up? Okay, so Luke was drafted by the Lakers in the second round, and this was LeBron's rookie year. And then this this was when Magic Johnson was the GM the trade deadline he made all these terrible trades he traded uh Zubots for Mike Miscala because he wanted shooting even though Miscala's like 30 years old and Zubots is <laughs> like a developing prospect he basically just gave away a prospect a starter a starting center for you know, a guy who can barely come off the bench. Although he's Miscala's on OKC right now, he's I don't know. He's like he's like the next uh, Nick Collison for them. They seem to like him for whatever reason. But my my Luke was on that team. He got traded to the Pistons for Reggie Bullock. And then was on the Pistons for a couple years. And the Pistons were like, eh, we don't want you. We'd rather have Hamadou Diallo. Traded him to OKC. And then I assumed maybe OKC would just re-sign him. But that did not happen. He was a free agent for a while. And Toronto had some open roster spots. So they said, screw it. Let's bring this guy aboard. He played well. He, 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 uh, all three games, he hit shots. He crushed the Celtics a bunch of times. He always plays well against the Celtics. He's a, he's a big competitor. We should, we should pick him up when he's a free agent. 
Why not? So, who else we got? Andre Drummond was absolutely destroying uh, Achua in the paint, or basically anyone that tried to guard him. This was in the first game when he started. I mean, Achua, he's he's a bit slim, so there's not much he could uh, he could do about it. But um, it didn't really matter for the Sixers because. Like, yeah, Drummond was, you know, playing dinosaur basketball, getting, uh, you know, b- bullying his way to the rim, basically. But whenever Drummond would pass it out to a shooter, they would brick it, and then the Raptors would just pass the ball up the floor, and there you go. Easy layup on the other end. It it was it was nice that they uh, were playing Scotty Barnes with the bench unit because I do think he's probably gonna end up going to the bench once Siakam comes back. I'd imagine when he's back, the starting lineup would be Van Vliet, Gorin, Ananobi, Siakam, and Achua. I think Achua they're definitely gonna want to develop. So I can see him starting, and at the same time, they can make the argument that Scotty Barnes is a rookie. So, and then when they trade Jurajic, which we all know they will eventually, um, they can uh, start Barnes. Malachi Flynn looks like he'll be the backup one off the bench. He changed his number from 8 to 22 and the announcer was like yeah that was a good choice he looks like a 22 what a good fit it's like I don't know what in the hell these announcers are on like what are you talking about he looks like a 22 22 I think he looks more like a number 8 and I don't even think that makes any goddamn sense. So, you know, maybe they're just smoking salvia or something up there. Isn't that what they have in Canada? The salvia? Now, weed's legal up there, right? Um, I mean, the announcers, they're probably just trying to fill dead air. I know how it goes. I can relate. So, one of the guys that is competing for a roster spot is Ishmael Wainwright. He was actually a football tight end, and he sure looks like it too. It's going to be tough for him to get a spot, though, because I think Wantanabe is definitely going to get one of the spots. He's, he's good. He's good. I like him. And I, I think Banton... Banton played really well in these past few games. I know they have another game. They actually, I think they have a game going on literally right now, which I should probably watch, but I'm watching the Red Sox instead because, you know, playoffs. And I think, so, what, that's two? They have one more? You know who I think's going to get it? 
I think Sam Decker may sneakily grab that final roster spot. He hit a key three at the end of the game against the Celtics, so I'm sure that caught Nick Nurse's eye. As you may remember, J.R. Smith, his former Cleveland Cavalier teammate, said uh, Decker was the only teammate he ever disliked. And it was because old Sammy boy was on that Trump shit. I mean, if that's true, that's unfortunate. Anyways, uh, yeah, the, the first two games the Raptors played against the Sixers seemed just completely different. The second game looked like an actual regular season game. I mean, the Sixers actually had... Embiid, and I saw a report earlier, Ben Simmons might actually join the team. Wow, good luck returning to that home crowd. What a mess. I'm glad, though. I mean, it, It's messed up that teams can trade you at the drop of a hat, but if you got an issue with that, then hey, don't sign a long-term contract with them. If you don't trust them, look out. All right, I'm not, I'm not going to get too into that. Yeah, I watched the Sixers feed of the second game. He said Embiid was an eight-year veteran, which I don't really think is true. I would say he's a six-year veteran. He um, sat out the first two years, and I, I can't recall if I told this story, but I went to a Sixers preseason game. It was actually against the Cavs when LeBron was on the team. And this was Embiid's sophomore year. He was still injured, still injured. And uh, we, actually, we got a box suite um, because we got the tickets from work. I worked at a, a cold storage facility, and it was very nice of him to get us these tickets. But as we were leaving, we saw Embiid walk by our suite on crutches. And uh, since there was free booze in the suite, one of our coworkers got pretty drunk, started yelling towards Embiid, and was like, Embiid, you gotta get healthy, bro. We need you next year. And Embiid just kind of waved. So, <laughs> here I was thinking at the time, because we had not seen Embiid even, you know, step on the court at this point. We uh, we had Jaleel Okafor as the, uh, or, or projected as the, the Sixers' future center. And lo and behold, Embiid... He turned into, uh, oh God, he's got to be one of the best players in the league. I mean, top 10 easily, right? Right? He's got to be. But anyways, uh, how about Goran? Where's Goran going to go? Let's, I, I mean, it, it really depends. We need to see how teams do at the beginning of the season. That dictates a lot of things. Sometimes... There'll be uh, unexpected playoff teams that have a couple bad contracts, and um, 
maybe they decide, hey, let's get some some be- some veteran experience here. Let's trade for Drogic. But if I had to guess right now, a couple teams that come to mind, I'm going to say maybe the Pacers, if they want to move on from T.J. Warren and are competitive this year. Could, uh, I could see those two getting swapped. I think Indiana would have to add another small salary to make it work, though. If uh, the Clippers are a playoff team and Eric Bledsoe is a disaster, well, I guess it would be weird for those two to go hand-in-hand hand because if Bledsoe sucks, then why would the Clippers be a good team? But anyways, I guess it could happen. Um the Clippers are like, yeah, let's let's upgrade. Let's get Drogic. Could definitely see that happening. Um, but I, I think a lot of people believe that Drogic will get bought out and then play with uh, Luka on the Mavericks. And if it doesn't happen this year, it's probably going to happen next year, if we're being honest. So, uh, yeah, I don't think this is a a bottom-feeding team. In fact, I, uh, I made my standings. Made my standings. I have a little formula. It doesn't really work that well. But, um, I think the Raptors will get the 10 seed and go to the play-in tournament and probably lose. Hey, it happens. People lose. But hey, baby steps. Plus, I really can't shit on you guys that much. You won a championship two years ago. My Celtics haven't won in over a decade. So, that's that. I mean, hey, best of luck, Toronto. I uh, hope to visit there someday. I sure as hell ain't going in the winter, though. I actually I went to Montreal back in February of '03, and I came back to the states with a wicked cold. No thanks. Good luck, Raptors. And uh, hey, good thing you tanked last year because Scotty Barnes, he's looking like the real deal. So our movie of the week is At the Earth's Core, starring Peter Cushing and a bunch of other British dudes. Oh wait, there's a woman in it. Her name is Carolyn Monroe. She was a Bond girl. She was in The Spy Who Loved Me. I really need to watch all the James Bond movies. Seriously, I, I mean... I know the early ones were problematic and uh, a little uh, inappropriate. I wonder if they're going to cut out certain scenes when they air these movies again. Or I'm sure they have aired them since uh, people start pointing out the controversy and what, like every BuzzFeed article out there. Like, what happens when this when Dr. No airs on Spike TV? Do they, do they just cut out certain scenes where James Bond does uh, the uh, 
or or where James Bond doesn't look like an R wordist. Spike wait, Spike TV, that doesn't exist anymore. It used to be TNN, then it became the new TNN, and then it became Spike TV, and now it's the Paramount Network. And they probably just play syndicated TV show rerun bullshit all day. So anyways, at the Earth's core. Earth's core is a bit corny. Yikes. But it's it's not the worst. I mean, I was really worried at the beginning. It looked like this was going to be a bona fide stinker. It seemed like... A bad version of Planet of the Apes crossed with maybe the original Time Machine. Also, they're in the center of the Earth, but there's like a pink sky. Why, why is there a pink sky? Shouldn't there be like... I don't, I don't know. It, it just looked like they were outdoors. And then they would go in caves. But it's like, how can you be outdoors when you're in the center of the earth? It didn't make any sense. How is there even any light? Wouldn't it just be lava everywhere? I don't know. Don't don't they have a TV show where like people just fall into a hole? It's like Land of the Lost. It, it's like a new TV show, though. It's like the most popular TV show on television, according to a comedian I listen to. Um, remember that movie, The Core? I saw that in theaters. I haven't seen it since, so that says a lot. So, uh, the plot is basically Peter Cushing and a British guy talking about how uh yeah they're they're also in the victorian era i believe they're like hey we have a machine and it can go to the center of the earth so uh we're gonna do that and then uh they climb a ladder up to their machine they wouldn't they want more people in their crew there's it's only them it's only them controlling the ship and they're not even really they're just they're basically the pilots i don't know i i think it would help to have a, a couple other crew members but i know that means having to pay uh people more uh what's the british dollar i don't even know what is it called I don't know, pounds? Pounds, right? You have to pay pay more actors pounds. I uh yeah, they, they get into the machine and they're like, Alright, let's do this. We're we're drilling, we're drilling and they start going and going and going and then they're like Oh no It's really hot in here. Oh man, I'm about to pass out <laughs> Gee, guys, you you didn't think of that before? I mean, yeah, there's lava at the center of the earth. 
And then they they pass out and go off course, and they find themselves in this land of magic, a land of magic. They they get out the ship, and there's like a giant parrot. That's it's it's like a a parrot crossed with a dinosaur, and they're attacking. It's attacking them. It's big, too. It's like... I don't know. Maybe the size of a T-Rex. Maybe not that big. It's clearly a guy in a suit. You got a lot of guys wearing creature suits in this movie. It's very uh, vintage Godzilla-esque. You know, where you would just have a man in a suit stomping over miniature buildings. There's no buildings in this, though. They are... I don't know where... it's. They're in the center of the Earth, but it does not look like the center of the Earth. So they find this uh, woman who's pretty attractive, and uh, they... They hang with them. I mean, at one point, the British guy uh, tries to, the like, I think he beats up a guy because he was mistreating her. And then I, I watched this like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then the they get distracted because there's two like giant monsters fighting in the distance and then they end up in this cave and there's pterodactyl people there <laughs> no I'm serious there, there's there's pterodactyl people it's it's basically people wearing pterodactyl suits and it has them flying too it has them flying in the movie <laughs> you can clearly tell they're on strings, but it's uh it's pretty pretty funny. By the way, kids do not Google pterodactyl porn, whatever you do. It's uh a lot of dudes wearing suits. There is one effect that I like a lot. It's more of a sound effect, but... So, these creatures in the movie... Let's look up what they are. Otherwise, people are going to be confused. Not like any of you are going to watch this anyways. The Marhars. That's what they're called. They're, they're like prehistoric beasts. But... It's interesting. They control their slaves telepathically it's it's like mind control but the sound effect they used to do it is actually pretty effective i'm serious i i, I actually kind of like this it's where they zoom in into the mahar's eye and then it just goes dead silent for a second as the camera stays zoomed in on its eye and then it blinks as like a signal for the slaves to, you know, d 
do whatever they've been ordered to do. And, I don't know, it, it is a pretty neat effect. I did like that. That that was, like, the first thing I saw where I was like, hey, this isn't that bad. And then, you know, I gotta say, the sets were actually pretty cool. At first, they didn't look great, but the, the cave stuff, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I am real into, like, the Indiana Jones trilogy, so... You know, sets like that, like underground layers, whatever you want to call them, chambers, caves. I like all that, all that stuff. Hey, this is much better than uh, Alien from L.A. I mean, that was, that was another like underground movie, like center of the earth type of movie, and those were, uh, those were some pretty lame. Uh, um, sets not that great I was kind of surprised by this movie I kinda, I, I started to enjoy it towards the end it picked up it picked up Peter Cushing was funny I, I kept laughing at the the guys in the suits and they kept using this telepathic effect that I really enjoyed I really enjoyed I thought I was going to have to give this movie the tier 1 rating and looking back I'm not even going to give it the Abby rating I'm giving it the Alice rating yes I think I think you guys should see this I do I mean Look, I know, yeah, it it takes a certain type to want to watch a movie like this, but um, I I still think there's some cool stuff. I mean, let me tell you, if you're uh, if you're at a party, and you know when you're at a party, no one's really paying attention to the TV. It's just to to put something on in the background. This is perfect for that. All these creatures in suits and everything. Oh, everyone will be cracking up. It'll be great. It'll be really great. And then it's pretty funny. At the end of the movie, uh, when they when they are leaving to go back to Earth, the um, they have like, an exterior shot of the the big machine that they took to get to the center of the earth. It looks like the exact same shot from the beginning of the movie <laughs> where their machine was outside when it wasn't in the ground, basically. It's like they... Really, they couldn't even, like, pick a different shot to make it look more like... I don't know. So, yeah, I'm giving it the the Alice rating. Check it out. Check it out if you want. If not, I understand. 
So, let's get to the hip-hop of the week. Enjoy. Here we go. Life is a blast when you know what you're doing. Best to know what you're doing for your life get ruined. Life is a thrill when your skill is developed. If you ain't got a skill or trade, then shut the hell up. My rhymes is like dropping your head on cement. Cracking it open, hoping to make a dent. I'm hell-bent on resurrection. Perfection. Lesson number one, rekindle the essence. Rap ain't about busting caps and fucking bitches. It's about fluency with rhyming ingenuity. All of this is new to me. See, I keep rhyming with scrutiny. Under a microscope, I walk a tightrope. A thin line between insanity and sanity. Mixed with a little vanity. Boosting the morality with viral hospitality. Soon to strike it rich like calories. Salaries. Ah, sounds like a plan. And I will expand hip-hop as well. Might even kick a little impromptu to stop you weaklings. Speaking things foreign to the human ear that you will hear now. Whether you like it or not, my plot's a little light on the situation and all the speculations. This shit you wasted time on your pawns. It was planned like that, but we can't fight back like David Horowitz and say we want no more of this and put it in a cryogenic status. We place it with the latest in technology. Hip hop policies that demolish the follies. Ali Ali oxen free, get off of me. You can't see this. Your defeatist attitude will get you nowhere fast. I tend to my task, cause life is a blast when you know what you're doing. Best to know what you're doing for your life, get ruined. Life is a thrill when your skill is developed. If you ain't got a skill or trade, then shut the hell up. Life is a blast when you know what you're doing. Best to know what you're doing for your life, get ruined. Life is a thrill when your skill is developed. If you ain't got a skill or trade, then shut the hell up. Don't even start on the next man. Let's scan your situation. Used to have no patience. Flip on niggas, rob niggas, even family. All the way up to your moms, you can't stand to be in the house. But when you kicked out, you begging to come back in. Then the same old skit happens. You say you rapping, but you don't know the essence. Just hoes slapping, but the caps is your message. Plus, every time I put some skrill down, you steal it. If that's your way of teaching me a lesson, I don't feel it. Your raps reflect your life, and that's a shame. Because the way it sounded, you must think that it's a game. I can see you came from the ghetto, but you came from the meadow. You really need to let that go. You got no respect for hip-hop. And I find it a crime I even tried to bury the hatchet, man Cause we all African You wanna be a rapper, start practicing You can't even flow right Spend most of your time fucking hoes Getting in fights Hanging out with no mission in life And you're missing your life And you'll be missing out on life I won't sweat you for that G you stole Cause if you're still alive I'll be there to see you fall Told you life is a blast When you know what you're doing Best to know what you're doing For your life get ruined Life is a thrill when your skill is developed. If you ain't got a skill or trade, then shut the hell up. Life is a blast when you know what you're doing. But to know what you're doing for your life, get ruined. Life is a thrill when your skill is developed. If you ain't got a skill or trade, shut the hell up. You can be a rapper, an actor, a gun clapper, a comedian, providing laughter as a bachelor, a pastor of a chapter, a doctor, a lawyer, a fireman, hired hand, whether boy or girl, it's your world, your future, you control it. Whatever you do early on is how you mold it. I recorded, it, sold it, told it to you. Mr. Dell wouldn't tell you nothing that ain't true because life is a blast when you know what you're doing, but to know what you're doing for your life, get ruined. Life is a thrill when your skill is developed. If you ain't got a skill or trade, it's Shut the hell up. Shut the hell Think up. you're able to label the Hyrule sound? You still haven't found a comparable variable. You think you're able to label the Hyrule sound? You still haven't found a comparable variable. Are you Mark? Yeah!
Bump up the track song for your partner. Hmm. Let's see how many rappers can go the list. Back in your system with extra strength. We eat MCs out to answer passable. What's gonna make a difference in the last Boy, you touchable. No need to get apologetic, get your bottom dollar better. This your problem, I'ma let it alone. The high priest on the microphone, taking historical, lyrical oracles to the dome. My raps is blessed, miraculous. In fact, the impact is just spectacular. Intact with a knack to bust, bust. Need I discuss? My rhymes make your brain freeze like slush. Or slurpees with unpredictable bumps like herpes. Let's see if you can serve these superb MCs. Are you 33rd degrees? I figured out history's mysteries. My kinetic, energetic, poetic motion subsides. your synthetic notion of being the best. Fully pressurized. Back up off the microphones, what I suggest you guys. Let's see how many rappers can go the limit. Back in your system with extra strength. We eat MCs, out do and surpass them. What's gonna make a difference in the last one? Let's see how many rappers can go the limit. Back in your system with extra strength. We eat MCs, outdo and surpass them. But what's gonna make it different than the last? Nah, nah, nah. I'm the epitome of shit we be trying to do. When we go and write a rhyme or two, you need some competition, boy, you better find my crew. We make clean cuts like a diamond do. Inclined in the mind, and the beat hit with perfect timing too. When I come to your community, I'm flexing diplomatic immunity, protection, connections, legalized MP5, just to tear up and your this section. Is what you must stay aware of. Hieroglyphics faction back in your system with extra strength. The eternal energy interaction got me developing quicker. And you in a predicament, punk? Politicians still wishing we would take their prescription for death. Got my trigger finger itching to grab the mic. Dishing the truth and the magic. Bust with magnum force and advanced force. Let's see how many rappers can go to limit. Back in your system with extra strength. We eat MCs, outdo and surpass them. But what's gonna make a difference in the last one? Let's see how many rappers can go the limit. Back in your system with extra strength. We eat MCs, outdo and surpass them. But what's gonna make a difference in the last nah, nah. one? We gotta fertilize the soil, actualize the turmoil, then sift through the facts and the lies. The world and the war is intense, but I remain relaxed in my intents and action. My lyrics are bottomless pits, now they got the red dot on us. Is it a hit? We escaped every plot on us. Watch as we aviate on tape and make a statement with what we create. Just wait till the tide break or dust settle, I'ma vibrate. And if I must bust metal, adjust the level. Release the clutch of the devil while I conduct this concerto. Channeling the ruckus to bring justice. Ring through abyss and bliss will overwhelm you. Now that we at the helm, you don't quit. We go into a realm you've never been and seldom conceive perfection. Let's see how many rappers can go the limit. Back in your system with extra strength. We eat MCs, outdo and surpass them. But what's gonna make it different than the last one? Let's see how many rappers can go the limit. Back in your system with extra strength. We eat MCs, outdo and surpass them. But what's gonna make it different than the last one? Watch your not if the styles get chaotic Niggas will plague me, bubonic But when I move on it, they stay free Feet no hands at least and say peace Cause it's lethal when released Defending please, 
Watch me slice these cheesy MCs with five ounces of milky smooth enrichment. Each encroachment's intolerable. I'm too committed in these flows. It's volatile with or without the music in it. In it. Industry, innocence is lost. And my only guidance is innocence and energy. Innervating. What I'm saying will bust your innards. Innovating. That's why implicating us as winners is no mistake. Emerging so victorious and urgency felt in every flow we bust. With surging, reminiscent precision, even around the contours, curves, and incursions. We getting efficient, we getting busy. More sold than on kisses, more so than about any MC that touch mine. What that look like, what that sound like. I'll give you a second, cause ain't no description sufficient for how we wreck it on records, no reckoning. I reckon ruin all uncomfortable. With a position at our beckoning call, butt naked ball, I bear it to y'all. For you to stare at, too bad if you can't bear it, I'm gone. Your shit is horrible, I'm clean Like brand new mumbles on a Porsche And your shit is sitting on rims Let me begin to elaborate Rings on his hands like each finger was Saturn And the latest fashions but the same patterns Kept flashing up in his rap Concerned with glamorous tales of fatalities Like he was Tarantino The analogy is we know that Quentin Write fiction fantasies Woven intricately while I'm predicting Every motion, them slight changes in your tone of voice Is a toast to your parasitic choice of speak Leaking cold blood out the arteries If you bit cause we acidic You can't configure right like the great hieroglyphics Resistance we incinerate Lit it up, now I'm finna cut Keep the demonstration of uniqueness It could be fatal, wait till they'll come back out And act out emotions and both Don't you ever out. forget It could be fatal, wait till they'll come back out And act out emotions and Oakland blackout Hurrah, here come Dell to dispel the blahs Cause and effect Pause for respect, collection, diction, friction, depicting violence, volatile with my profile like Molotov. MCs must be on autopilot, waddle silent like some platypuses. Dell is down with data pushes with top secret floppy disk and battle armor and mecha. Plus all the rhymes that I beckon or double decker to check ya. Electra, fine, define laws of gravity. Avidly, rapidly firing lyrics, I'm shattering the abdominal cavity. Then I'm traveling out the spinal, finalizing your paralysis on the microphone. The catalyst is the capital L-I-N-D-S-E-Y MCs try to test but they mind gets blown Don't you ever forget It could be fatal way to tell Come back out and act out emotions and old Don't you ever out. forget It could be fatal way to old Come back out and act Got emotions and Oakland black Ain't no MC hurting me Matter of fact, you work for me Having stricken palladiums made me dumb To anything you speak to desecrate the great hieroglyphics And with it goes the flows that chop egos to segments Behind the decimal points, I point back 
backwards Where you lack words You toil but boil like coil clowns all around Repelling, selling statues of wax moves Statues for hieroglyphic travelers Any lackluster MCs I mallet ya Right on your cranium crack it Bust your teeth through your limbs Then tip you over If you know of Dell, well then I ill constantly with continents Followed by nouns and make Nouns of manuscripts to whip challenges That ain't too talented So before I reach my destination Let's waste some MCs for fun I understand the fans need So I feed them smorgasbord So they can gorge And MCs can gouge their eyes out From the tear gas Emitted from my tongue Leaving fans sprung And for the crews who high strung Eat dung They just nasty ticks Bugging me Hugging me nuts in a cuddly clutch My hieroglyphic theory is validated by facts Dilated the tracks so they wide and fat Violated the wax but colonized the wise words With more enzymes ten times nutritional Unintentional, my flows just go there, yeah Don't you ever forget The Cuban fade away, don't hope Come back out and act out emotions and hope Don't you laugh. ever forget It could be fatal, wait on Dell Come back out and act out emotions and hope Don't, don't you ever forget out. It could be fatal, wait on souls Come back out and act out emotions and hope Don't you ever out. forget It could be fatal, wait on Dell Come back out and act out emotions and hope It could be fatal, wait on Dell Wait on Cash, come back out yeah, and a damn all the be MCs. Wait on Kevin Davis, come back out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?